You know, going for the classics. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? Pretty good. I wasn't sure we were going to do a show today, man. Not a lot going on, huh? No, it's the, maybe the slowest news day I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, did you see those commercials I sent you? Uh, yes, I... Is that both? Man. Was that all Illinois? What was going on there? What so, <laughs> dude, it is like if there's five commercials, four of them are political ads. That's how hot it is there in Illinois right now. All right, and it's so funny because every Democrat is out there, just like the two I sent you, right? Sure, they're, they're playing the game of like you know, we, our party is the party of police. We've always stood for the police, <laughs> you know, and then. St- Steve Smith or whoever wants to take away your right for birth control. <laughs> they don't even want to. They don't even want abortion in cases of incest and rape. <laughs> I, I mean, I would love to know that number. Well, like where they're getting these uh, these digits from? No, I would love to know how many how many abortions are happening because of incest and rape. That that is like such a big issue that you're gonna. Base your whole political campaign on it. Well, this has been yeah. my number one issue with the whole abortion fight, which is it's not affecting as many people as you might think. No, no. And then did you see the one ad I showed you? It's the one Republican ad that is going around Illinois nonstop <laughs> no. over and over again. No, it's not even any Republican candidate talking. It's a clip of Joe Rogan. Yes. Uh, I did see that. I have you sent it to me actually. Yeah, yeah. I have it here. It's from a few days ago. It's uh, the clip of Joe Rogan talking about the the laws that JB Pritzker passed. And like, dude, you cannot get a better commercial than that. <laughs> the the name of the their like whole slogan is "Unfuck Illinois" because in the <laughs> in the clip, Joe Rogan literally just they're laughing and they're like, "Yeah, they're fucked." <laughs> You guys took away the bail for all these fucking crimes. You guys are going so easy on criminals. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't realize when you said that to me until now that we're talking about that this was a commercial. I thought some. <laughs> I thought it was just some sort of like meme thing that people <laughs> threw together. This is a fucking commercial going around in Illinois. It's a, it's a it's a commercial. So like you're watching uh you're watching the local news in the morning. You know, I put it on. Sure. You know, WGN. Oh yeah. That after the weather, it cuts the commercials, and it's four, you know, uh, it's four people. Obviously, two of them are women, two of them are black, two oh, yeah. of them, you know what I mean? Definitely, and they're all yeah. running for Democrat for this position, <laughs> that position, that position, right? Of course. And then the only Republican ad you see is Joe Rogan laughing at Illinois, <laughs> <laughs> talking about how we're fucked. Well, you sent me a, a plethora of these. We have a. I believe what who's this Joy Joyce Mason is that Okay a- Joy yes that ad if you have it that is the one that just that is every political ad going out in Illinois okay, right now I, for the left. This is straight off YouTube. The uh, quality may be sh- uh, shaky, but we'll, we'll throw it out to abortion, restricting contraceptives, arresting women and doctors. These days, attacks on women's health are so extreme. State Rep. Joyce Mason is fighting back, protecting <laughs> a woman's right to choose and expanding access to critical health care services. Wow. Peter Pedarini opposes oh, choice. MAGA! MAGA! Access to life-saving health services and ban abortion. <laughs> 
protection even in cases of rape or incest. Oh. Peter Pettorini, too extreme for us. Too extreme! Too extreme! Too extreme! Yeah, man! Dude, it's so funny. They are all like that. All of them are using the MAGA. You know, we don't want MAGA in Illinois. MAGA's gonna take away your rights. You threw me uh, for a loop here because it was Joyce Mason, but then Patrick Joyce? Yeah, that's the other faggot running. Dude. How do you have so much Joyce going on? I, I, I'm... <laughs> Something's going on there. Um, that's why they're so worried about the incest and the inbreeding. Yeah, we got Patrick Joyce here. He's very serious as well. Patrick Joyce. Endorsed by police for fighting to keep our community Oh, so the cops safe. dig him, huh, Mike? All right. No, no they don't. Okay. And getting more police officers on the Mike, streets. he's getting more cops. Oh, no. Philip Nagel. Nagel. focused on banning abortion. Oh, <laughs> Get out of here! Could die. Nagel could take police officers off the street. Oh, he's practically Hitler! Patrick Joyce. Joyce. I don't trust a guy with a goatee like that. Let me just say that, right? Oh! <laughs> Dude, the biggest problem these people are having with your ads is they fucking... You guys are in charge right now. These are all incumbents. That's what Begging I don't get. For their... <laughs> Aren't you supposed so to be bragging about your record currently? or what? So you know, you're telling me that this guy's here? gonna get rid of the police? Well, I, you've been in <laughs> office for four years and you got rid of him. Like, I, he hasn't said one thing about getting rid of him. You actually did get rid of him. Yeah, and also, uh, there's a common theme going with these Democrats, and maybe this is just Illinois in general. You guys, you know, hit the treadmill once in a while there. Maybe Do you see these people? <laughs> get out, go get some sun. <laughs> Get some exercise. If somebody needs to tell these Democrats, running for office is not does not count as cardio. <laughs> oh, hey -o. You know yeah. what I mean? Just, you guys, <laughs> you still need to go hit that gym. So the Democrats are running these uh, fear-based, you know, uh, scare porn kind of commercials uh, that kind of make no sense because they're the party of defund the police. <laughs> from what I can get from it, they're a whole... Their whole motto is, I know it's bad, but could be worse. Right. That's you could lose moment. your abortion rights. Oh, yeah. That's scary for everybody, men and women, right, Mike? I think if I understand <laughs> my genders correctly. Well, it affects the LGBTQ community more than anybody is what <laughs> I heard, which that really makes no sense. But To wrap this sucker back around to where you started it from, uh, we were discussing the the commercial that apparently is Joe Rogan just making fun of Chicago, and that's what the Republicans are running in response to these scare commercials. This is fantastic, actually. Didn't Illinois just pass some new law? They're essentially eliminating cash bail for almost everything dangerous. Secondary <laughs> murder, arson, so you can light a guy's house on fire, get right out of jail. Drug-induced homicide, robbery, kidnapping, aggravated battery, burglary, intimidation, aggravated driving under the influence. Fleeing and eluding drug offenses and threatening a public official. No bail. What? <laughs> yeah, they're f***ed. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Unfuck Illinois. Man. So, the Republicans' only commercial right now, they just took a clip from the most popular podcast in the world. Yeah. Good and they're call. And they're playing it all over these channels, dude, and it's so funny, because... Yeah, you're, we're a joke. They're, they're, people are literally laughing at us. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know who's worse off right now, Illinois or California. I'm thinking Illinois because you just have shittier weather. <laughs> That's what it comes down to now. 
Yeah, the only thing we had was jobs, and we lost that. <laughs> That's right. Literally, the only thing Chicago had was jobs. Yeah, and you definitely don't have that. You f- have food, at least. The food's good. But and even that's gone because they, they, you got rid of all the small fucking restaurants. And the Bears finally have some talent and a good team, and they're moving out of town. The, the <laughs> Chicago's got nothing. <laughs> Bunch of freaking losers. Pretty, it's just going to be the Cubs. Oh, that's pathetic. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I would argue uh, what you're seeing in Illinois and in Chicago, no different than here in Colorado, which is funny because I think we have a similar situation here. Pritzker got it on the lockdown there in Illinois for governor. I think, uh, you know, Polis has it in lockdown here in uh, Colorado. But lately, the the uh, polls and the numbers are wildly uh, swinging towards the right for our congressional seats, for the House seats. And, yeah, uh, same here. Oh, yeah, same here. And on the more local level, it's starting to really look like you and I were just this morning texting about it, how 538 took their prediction and dropped it 10% from the Democrats and swung it to the Republicans literally overnight. Yeah, you're now within margin of error. <laughs> no. It's insane, dude. You guys, you guys, well, your polling sucks, first of all. There's even an article in 538 about why the polling is so poor and why there's so little. Nobody's polling. <laughs> because nobody's answering their phones or responding to polls, and uh, nobody trusts them. So why, why would you even partake yeah. in them? Yeah, everybody's afraid that if you say you'll vote for Trump, the FBI is going to be at your door in an hour. That's right. You're a MAGA extremist. That's yeah, exactly. I can't be that. <laughs> Every commercial I see on TV is about MAGA extreme. We need to get ac- extradite them out of, uh, or extricate them from Illinois, or whatever they said. There's one commercial. I was trying to find it. It's so unbelievable. We've got a couple here. I- I've seen at least two. It left Emma and I in stitches on the floor, just dying in laughter, man. It was literally like... You know, Hitler has come to America, and it's yeah, Lauren yeah. Babert, you know, and it's like, <laughs> she's four foot eight, and she's pure Mussolini, you know, and you're just like, oh my god, dude, like. Do you want January 6th coming to Springfield, Illinois? <laughs> Do you want fascism in Springfield? <laughs> like, dude, come on, guys. There was a commercial, though, Mike, since we're on the commercial game, that I don't think, uh, did I feel i may have sent it to you maybe not i i saw it in the twitter verse there uh hillary's got a a clip she has a uh, commercial did you see this shit no no she's in the game is she back hillary's back baby yeah <laughs> oh maybe she'll be biden's vp Ooh. that says it's terrible okay so uh here's his Dude, that's genius. Well, there's you a trend. Biden with her as VP, and then he resigns. I don't want to play the whole commercial. It's like a two-minute commercial. It's kind of ridiculous. Of course it is. Yeah, and uh, she screws up at one point, which, uh, you know, you must think someone died. Someone was murdered for that behind the scenes. Like, <laughs> one of her staff who messed up the teleprompter. Uh, uh, they, yeah, I was going to say, whoever was holding up the note card at the time. Oh, they're done for. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace, my friend. And so... Hillary's got this commercial. We just cycled through those commercials, somewhat of a, thre- uh, a thread going through them, and I'm going to complete it here with Hillary 
and her plea to get out the vote here. Hello, Indivisibles. I'm here to highlight something that <laughs> is keeping me up at night. <laughs> and I know this group really the people you understands. Killed? <laughs> is, is it the faces at night? Is that what keeps you up? <laughs> it's the souls crying out. <laughs> is that what you hear in your nightmares? <laughs> Please, Hillary, enlighten me. Somebody that has killed dozens of reporters for just trying to report on your wrongdoings. Did what you... does keep you up at night? I'm really interested in what keeps a sociopath up at night. <laughs> you know, with the new Halloween Ends movie that came out this week, um, the kill count, uh, did you see the meme of all the Halloween killers? Uh, Michael Myers is like 190 now. Jason's at 147. <laughs> Freddy, one, uh, you know, 130. I think Hillary Clinton's on that list with like 129. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. She's right in the mix, man. <laughs> and with Halloween ending, I don't know. I think she could. I think she could take Michael Myers. You think so? Yeah, she's got a chance. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Well, she would never do it herself, though. You know, she hires other people. Uh, that's like a pro. Okay, so yeah, come on. Catch. Uh, this is why Hillary's here, Mike. This is very important. So, dude, have you seen that Halloween where he gets? I don't know if it's the new one. I just <clears throat> I woke up and it was on HBO. It was. He's like. In the middle of this town, okay. And they're, have we talked about this? I don't think so. I mean, we're, we're a year into this show, so I'm sure we've talked about everything twice. Dude, this is. <laughs> I get it. He's Michael Myers, and he's fucking, you know. But dude, the, the whole town surrounds him, and they're like this ends here right yeah you you got like some guys with handguns you got a guy with a shotgun and then you got guys with baseball bats and then you got guys with knives right wow and they just they unload dude they start shooting him they're shooting him dude he's getting shot he's getting hit with the bat he's getting hit with crowbars they're just they're unloading on this dude and at one point he just sticks his arm up Knife right into a guy's throat. Yeah! And then, he st- and then he stands up and just starts, like, slicing people. And with this fucking kitchen knife, takes out all this this whole town of people. <laughs> wow! That sounds awesome! Like, like, these people are just shooting you and beating you and stabbing you. And you just got up. <sighs> that, you know, I imagine after all of that, he takes the mask off and it's John Wick. Right? That's the only way that that scene makes sense. It was actually Zelensky. <laughs> you need give money, please. We are dying. This, this town did not give enough. <laughs> no money, no peace. <laughs> There's a great meme floating around the internet of, uh, you know, someone... Something saying, like, uh, there's this creepy homeless guy following me for change, and it's a picture of Zelensky, you know, and he's, like, outside a doorway. <laughs> he looks homeless. Dude, one thing nobody's talking about, that was the most, that's probably the most unbelievable thing to happen during this whole war, what just happened with the uh, progressives. You mean how they're bloodthirsty nuclear animals? No, the progressive, like progressive. <laughs> you didn't see where the progressive. Uh, oh yes, I did. They wrote a letter. Yeah. So this letter was apparently written in June, according to. So I don't know what happened here. I think they maybe wrote it now, but they're trying to backtrack and pull some yes. shenanigans. 
Because they, their fucking party just... Everybody got mad at them. And why for wanting that? to end the war. Because oh, it's a bunch of fucking war hawks, dude. That's the entire Democratic Party. <laughs> yeah. That's just Nancy Pelosi's teeth fell out when she heard about it. Oh, man. Right into her uh, glass of vodka. She, no, her, uh... tits, her tits caught them. <laughs> they actually bounce right off the tits and they go right back in the mouth. <laughs> it's amazing how she's mastered it. <laughs> they wrote that letter apparently in June... All these other people came out and said they're not supporting it, even though they signed it. I think they signed it, and they didn't know uh, Jalapal Jamamalan. What was her name? Uh, yeah, whatever. The, one of the, the uh, one of the squad leaked it out, and then the squad member who leaked it out blamed it on her her crew, the squad crew of hers that uh, apparently leaked it out, and it's them essentially declaring they are not in line with the Democratic Party. Uh, Warhawk narrative. They they do not support this continuous, endless funding of Ukraine. Uh, Dude, I, I agree with them one hundred percent. I was about to say the, they yeah. pretty much said the U. They want the U. S. to negotiate with Russia. Hey squad, I think uh, there's you know we got a Tulsi Gabbard and a uh, Andrew Yang looking to start a third party over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on over. Andrew Yang is still calling Tulsi. <clears throat> Come on, pick up, pick up. <laughs> Think forward. <laughs> oh, poor Andrew. Poor Andrew. <laughs> I've never felt more sorry for a fucking billionaire. <laughs> Folks, that's how we come up with our show titles, by the way. Right there. <laughs> poor Andy. <laughs> well, let's finish up all this political nonsense. Uh, Hillary's just going to lay it thick for us for about five seconds and tell you exactly why uh, we need to bring out the vote, Mike. And what I'm about to say. I know we're all focused on the 2022 midterm elections, and they are incredibly important. But we also have to look ahead because you know what? Our opponents certainly are. Oh, yeah. Right-wing extremists hey already have a plan Ugh. to literally steal the next presidential election. Wait, 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 Are you denying the future election already? She's preemptively denying the winner of the 2022 election, dude. You guys are still accusing Donald Trump of being an election denier. You're denying an election that hasn't even happened yet? Whoa! <laughs> what? <laughs> Get the fuck out. So the election Donald Trump won was illegitimate. He's an illegitimate president. Totally can't, you know, you're not even called a, a denier if you don't deny that election. Because that's just fact. Right. And then now this future one. So the illegitimate election in the past <laughs> and the illegitimate one in the future are, I mean, they sandwich, they're the bread of the most trusted, most <laughs> safe election ever. You're missing S sandwich. What she's trying to say here is that, and this is what I'm getting out of this. We're going to cheat in two weeks and the Democrats are shockingly going to win and the Republicans are going to accuse us of cheating. That's what she's preemptively saying. She's saying, look, we're going to cheat. 
we're going to bizarrely pull it out of our ass at the last minute at two in the morning, just like we did at the, uh, in 2020. And then when the MAGA extremists say we cheated, well, you guys know we didn't because I already told you just now that they're going to accuse us of cheating. See how that works? Ixo faxo, they're fascists. <laughs> Do you see the pretzel logic? I'm going to go back just a few seconds so you can just really catch, lean into what she's saying here. It's fucking psychopathic. It's unbelievable. Also, have to look ahead, because you know what, our opponents certainly are. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. They're literally going to steal it, Mike. They're going literally. to steal it. They already have the plan. Sorry, I'm wrong about my whole assessment. She's actually already saying they stole the election. It's already stolen. It's, right? it's already. They're literally going to steal it. <laughs> Sorry, I misinterpreted. I put too much logic uh, into this. This is a thought. Tarantino film, dude. We already saw it get stolen. Now we're gonna go back and see how. It get, like this next next two years is just seeing how it's being stolen. You know, just tell me what's in the briefcase, Hillary. That's all I care about. All right. <laughs> Why is it so shiny? <laughs> wow. So yeah, she's threatened. She's saying that they're going to steal it. Right. Yes, that's yeah. what she's saying. Okay, wow, I'm actually flabbergasted here. This is incredible. One more time, Hillary. From oh, the it was dumber than you thought. To literally steal the next literally. election. <laughs> and they're not making a secret of it. Oh, it's no secret! It's no secret either, Hillary! Court may be poised to rule on giving state legislatures, yes, you heard me that correctly. Mm, yeah. There it state is. State legislatures the power to overturn presidential elections. Oh. Wow, Hillary, I love when you talk dirty like that. Yeah, I know, I'm turned on as well. She is crazy, man. No, no wonder your husband cheated on you with a fat, <laughs> ugly intern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm not going to play the rest. It gets really boring. She's advertising for this uh, get out the vote thing. They talk about, and their slogan, I believe, is crush the coup. Wow. Crush the coup. Crush the coup, huh? They are going to crush the coup. I don't know if that means they're going to stop the coup or they're going to crush it, as in we're going to make it happen the best way they can. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, They're going to coup down, coup up. How many of their people are like, stop the coop? <laughs> That's probably more people on the right, actually. <laughs> I just bought a coop. Save gas money. What, what do you mean, stop the coop? See this economy? Come on, man. Uh, I can't afford this sedan. <laughs> Freaking Hillary. My, my hybrid only comes in a coop. That's right, dude. And it's on fire now, so uh, you know, I've got nothing to drive. <laughs> Yay for me. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Yeah, dude, so Hillary's definitely, uh, you think she's going to make a run? No, but I think that they're really pushing forth this message of uh, mega extremists and now this election-stealing mumbo-jumbo. It's funny that they denied ever being the ones to claim 
you know, that the election was stolen, yet they seem to be historically the ones that always claim the election was stolen, and now they're preemptively claiming it. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Hillary, now there will be, so like in 2024, there will have been eight years and three elections, right? Oh, yeah. And throughout that time, you have you spent six years denying two of the three. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. You spent four years denying 2016. Now you accept this one, but we're only halfway through this one, so you're going to spend the next two years denying the next one. That's right, yeah. In a lead-up to insane. denying the next one after that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That just, that's, um... Well... I don't think they really know what they're talking about. I, I don't think they understand how bad it is for them to have this kind of voter turnout in a midterm. Yeah, it seems it's, like the, the economy's tanking. Everybody's out of money, and there's this high voter turnout. It's not because they're happy to vote for the party in charge. <laughs> right? Yeah. People are fucking pissed about the COVID, about everything. I, th- I You know, I think it's just the economy. Actually, to be totally honest, I and I. But the COVID mandates are what ruined the economy, and now, dude, you fucking you you destroyed Chicago because of these stupid fucking vaccine mandates, right? People lost their jobs, people left because of it, mm-hmm. and now it turns out the vaccine didn't even work. Well, actually, you know what? I, I, I'm wrong. Sorry, YouTube, you're right. I'm wrong on that one. We don't even know if it worked. It was never tested. <laughs> <laughs> that one I'll give to you. Yeah. We just don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're right on the money, and because of it, dude, right on the money once again, uh, I mean, people are, you know, suffering economically, and I, I just, the, the COVID stuff, did you see the mandates got lifted for public workers in, I believe, New York? Am I right about that? Yeah, dude, they, got, they won the lawsuit. They're going to get fucking back paid. They're getting back paid, and they're going back to work if they back want it. I mean, who wants to go back to work for an employer? who threatened to fire you for not taking an experimental gene therapy that was never tested on even animals. Think about that. Sorry, Mike, it was tested on animals. They all died. I forgot to mention that part. Yeah, but they were mice. (laughs) They were mice with human lungs. We're humans with human lungs. Oh, right. Yeah, we're the other type of human hybrid thing. The monkeys. (laughs) That's the alien experiment. Yeah, we're Fauci's third favorite species of torture. Because beagles, mice, humans. <laughs> humans are the most fun, but a lot of paperwork. A lot of paperwork. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, it's the economy, stupid, right? It's the economy, stupid, yeah. yeah. it always is. Uh, there's no kind no, of way no, around it. It is, but it isn't. Like, all your Democrats... All your policies, everything you guys care about, the abortion, the gays, the the trannies, everything you guys care about, that shit people care about when they don't worry about money. Yeah. When you're worried about money, that's what you're worried about. Yes. When everything's good and hunky-dory and you can afford the third, fourth car, you got money to, uh, you know, you're not really worried about it, that's when you worry about the other issues. Yeah, those guys should be happy too, you know? You're trying to say that? Right now, I'm not happy. Oh, you don't wake up every morning thinking about that damn Dobbs decision? 
No, nobody does. <laughs> I know. Dude. Nobody does. <laughs> Here's the problem with the Dobbs decision, this abortion thing is, even if you wake up tomorrow and your girlfriend's pregnant and you want to get rid of it, right? Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, no, the Dobbs decision, now it's illegal here. Oh, my God. No. Oh, but, the, but every state's different, so I just got to go over here and I could get one. Yeah, or just be like Herschel Walker, give her 700 bucks, get her a cab, and send her downtown, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> what... <laughs> <laughs> just be like Herschel Walker. Uh, that guy's a joke. <laughs> I should have never ran him. Yeah, I guess. I mean, again, it's coming down to on all sides. Uh, uh, maybe there's just nobody better. Maybe there's just nobody that wants to do that kind of shit job and be that kind of disgusting human. No, it's because you shrink, you've shrunken the pool so small because of the financial barrier. Yes, yes. So when you, when you make this barrier of, you know, you're talking millions of dollars to get into these races, right? Of your own money. Now you've limited the pool of millionaires, and guess what? There's a lot of dumb fucking athletes in that pool. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Pey- Peyton Manning knows some big words, all uh, right? Did you see Obama on the Mannings? No. Monday night, you know how the Mannings do that Monday night football? Yeah, I try to catch it from time to time. I, I, was, uh, I was watching the main broadcast because it was, it was Bears. I wanted to really watch the game. Yeah, Obama was their uh, guest. Oh, of course. Well, the midterms are around the corner, and uh, Obama is doing a major push. Um, he has a new commercial out where he's acting hip, and he brings up all these hip new topics that all the kids are talking about, like Pete Davidson and TikTok, <laughs> and uh, it makes him sound really cool. They're all talking, talking about, about it. Pete Davidson's 11-inch dick. That's right, yeah. Well, Obama was just very impressed, Mike, very impressed with his energy, his energy. <laughs> See, I think you would be more unimpressed. I mean, he goes home to a 12-incher every night. You know? <laughs> Big Mike! Big Mike! <laughs> you know she's packing. Packing that heat? Nobody That's 12 with... inches cold, baby. <laughs> cold and limp. Oh, man. The Ron Jeremy. Yikes. <laughs> Get that hedgehog out of here. Brock heard Kanye, and he goes, 11 inches. My wife could beat that. <laughs> so Obama was on the the Peyton Bo- uh, the Manning Boys show, huh? That's cool. I'm sure he was telling everyone to get out the vote, just get like Hillary vote. was. And this just is the most important vote, because democracy is on the ballot. Most important election of our lifetimes, Mike. Come on, Democracy is on the ballot, Frank. Decency is on the ballot, Frank. America. Is on the ballot. That's powerful stuff. I'm not going to lie. I got chills just hearing you uh, say that. Uh, Good talking points. What they don't get is we all agree with you. (laughs) America is on the line. That's why we got to vote you out. (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't think they realize how voters are perceiving events. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the the media, the establishment, they're living in this world where they believe because they're painting it this way, everyone else is seeing the painting like this. Yeah. But I feel like we're all kind of, and not just you and I, because we uh, dig through this shit on a daily basis, but uh, 
they had some they had like a panel of guests on MSNBC. Did you see that? From Pennsylvania. Oh my god. From Philadelphia, From dude. From Philly. And uh they wanted to kind of dig deep into the voters' mind, the local focal, Mike, you know, get to know their perspective of of you know the country and how they're voting and uh this one was floating around it was the she what was she trying to do maybe get them to admit that jan 6th was an insurrection or i i wasn't i was a little i watched this clip several times and what really got me was are you trying to sell the jan 6th narrative to a group of 15 people who never bought it in, in like in the first place <laughs> yeah no they didn't realize these people weren't from their bubble and not only that, two of the people in this panel were at Jan Sixth. They like told a story about it. Did you, that was the most. <laughs> that was the most incredible thing when they fucking buzzed. I was there. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> That's right, dude. So they, how are you gonna fucking pull the wool over this lady's eyes? She was there. Not yeah. just at the rally. She went to the speech and then walked over to the protest. Peacefully. just And she said that the president asked them to do it peacefully. Ugh. And uh, I didn't clip that last part of it. I got that main first chunk, which I found a little more interesting. Uh, but I, I found it fascinating that she did mention, like, he finished the speech, said, let's move there peacefully. And by the time we all got there, Jan 6th had happened. They were already, already over. They yeah, they were already in the like... capital. <laughs> So like this whole It's the most damning thing for the fucking Democrat saying. story ever. Mike, they just ruined three months of the Jan 6 committee right there in 45 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> all that money, all the subpoenas, all that time of Liz Cheney's face. Why did they interview interview that lady? Interview that lady, she was there. She took her ten minutes to walk down there, the whole event had ended. <laughs> <laughs> she just demolished your whole fucking narrative. Which, by the way, actually corroborates uh what is it, uh, Trump's story, where he didn't even know what was going on. He just kind of got in the limo, and he's like, all right, let's get out of here. You know, it was like before or after he grabbed the wheel. That's right, yeah, all that stupid shit. Honestly, it's really <laughs> funny that just this little old lady sitting there being like, yeah, he finished the speech, and then we walked over, and the whole event had occurred. Uh, that exonerates Trump and everybody from having anything to do with it. The dude was literally still walking down the podium from his fucking speech. And the and horned guy was already inside the Capitol. Dude, did you see uh, Trump talking about that story? Which the other, story? The no. other day. I don't know which one. He was talking about the Jan 6 committee. He just goes, he got that lady. <laughs> she says I grabbed the wheel. Look at these guys. And he points to the Secret Service. <laughs> These are big guys. These are big, strong guys. Very strong. I'm not strong. <laughs> He's telling the truth, people. It's so good, dude. The uh. way he just like... He's like, you think I'm going to attack this guy to scrub the steer? Like, it, it, It's so funny, dude. And he's right. Come on. That makes so much more sense than these unbelievable... What? One thing he has over all of you, and the re and I would say this is probably the one thing that made him win over everybody else, is he's fucking self-aware. Yes. So he knows when he's being the jackass, and he embraces it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when he posed in front of the thousand Big Macs 
when he had him at the, the in, with that mash. shit eating grin when he's on, on his stage face. doing the dances. Yes, you know? he knows. He loves it. He's eating it up, man. He fucking he lives. When for he that hugged shit. the flag. Yes, that's right, dude. Dude, he knew he was being a jackass. He knew his people <laughs> would love it, and you guys would blow it up all over. It was on every fucking channel. Newspapers, <laughs> magazines. He's hugging the flag. You know. It was uh, it was the Obama tan suit all over again. It was ridiculous, yeah. dude. Before that was back when we had nothing to bitch about, really. Uh, so, anyways, uh, the Jan Six narrative uh, is total. It's just completely unraveled before it even was sewn together. And uh, this little panel that MSNBC threw together to just kind of like I don't know what they're trying to do here, but it totally backfires in their face. <laughs> so, just so you know, half of these people voted for Biden. Probably. Maybe not. Well, that's what they know. said. Oh, the, the, right. Like the intro yes. to it was okay. like half of them voted for Biden and half of them voted for Trump. Well, they unanimously agreed that Jan 6th was bullshit. And <laughs> 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 Which was pretty astonishing. The, the numbers prove it. It's very hard to sell that story to working class people. It does. Jan 6th. It, it, as an insurrection just doesn't make sense, especially when we got to see a real insurrection in Afghanistan like four weeks later. It's, it's one that I've always taken with me. Is, uh, I think it was Einstein. I don't remember who said it, but they said some ideas are so stupid that only the intellectual can understand them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Even I'm dumb enough to understand that one, dude. Yeah. And, I was, and that's my favorite part because it's like, like, like the, defund the, the defund the police theory was so stupid that only you college-educated intellectuals understood why it was a good idea. Oh, because it, it didn't affect. Turned out to be a disaster. Well, it didn't affect where they lived. So yeah, defund the police all you want doesn't hurt me. Or well, because you know, because home. you could defund the police in your neighborhoods and probably everything will be fine. <laughs> but, yes, exactly. <laughs> it, you know, it doesn't work everywhere. You got to get outside of your bubble. Well, uh, if you want proof that uh, Liz Cheney's career is done for, let's listen to this panel about Jan Six. <laughs> Freaking brilliant stuff. Doug Mastriano was at the insurrection and he was photographed breaching one of the restricted areas. Is that okay? Which area? Because I saw the <laughs> capital officers owned, yeah. instantly owned. It's over. She should have just stopped it right there. <laughs> the director should have just walked in. Can't cut. It's over. You guys are going home. Thanks, folks. I've listened to this three times. That gets me every, every time, time dude. Just, right away, you real. You know what that is? You're walking through the jungle. You think you're doing good, and then <laughs> as soon as that guy says, oh, "What area?" That's the click of the landmine you just stepped on. <laughs> Your leg's blown off, lady. Time to retreat. Don't, don't go any further. <laughs> go back the way you came. are we talking about okay you guys know way more than i thought you did next topic <laughs> i thought we brought in the morons what happened here this is unreal this is great this is great stuff they don't realize How did our media censorship not work these guys know all this shit <laughs> that's right i thought we censored all of this what happened guys <laughs> don't, don't we own the media somebody call zuckerberg get him over here <laughs> this is madness oh, he, he's in his own trouble did you see that fucking letter he got no no, Zuckerberg. He got, got a letter, letter from one of his top in, top investors. Sure. Who said you you need to do so because their stocks are plummeting, 
they've been plummeting. The, the investors said pretty much, uh, <clears throat> pretty much you need to cut from your fat from the company. And his exact quote was, in this metaverse, nobody even really knows what it is. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Oh, man. That's brutal, dude, from your top investor. Metaverse. Nobody's been in it. Nobody wants to go anywhere near it. That's he literally said that nobody even understands what, what you like. You're, st- you're spending all this money on it. We don't even know what it is. Well, Zuckerberg, he, you know, obviously from his perspective, he just wants everybody to uh, relinquish all of their data and essentially their mind to him so he can control it. That's all he wants. It's pretty That's obvious. Yeah. He's really big on this Jan Six thing. They all are. Uh, they need it. Well, they're the. I don't know if it's in this one. He drops a uh, Reichstag fire uh, kind of reference oh, in it, which yeah, very very good point. Uh, again, MSNBC. I can't believe they just didn't cut to that rainbow screen with the uh, you know the boop. <laughs> and they're just like you know we're having technical difficulties. <laughs> Where'd you guys find these people? Uh, Mike, it's incredible. I think just average people are thinking more critically now. I think COVID. You think this is just an average group I, of people? I truly believe that COVID, when we went through the whole COVID lockdown experience and, and the media brainwash and everything, um, a huge veil was lifted. There was a, you know, everyone took this yeah, red pill and the veil true. was lifted. And I, I think a, more people than you would suspect around you uh, are done with the bullshit. I don't like to call it the red pill, dude, because I don't think it really pushed Republicans. Like, Republicans kind of got a big head, and that's why their numbers plummeted over the summer. I use you know? I use Red Pill more of a reference to Matrix, and if right, you, you I like to the... call it the anti blue pill because <laughs> it just kind of wo- wakes you up from that. Like I'm not watching Fox and like just a drone, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh my god, handed you, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Like, well, right, the Matrix is different now. But, if you take the blue pill, you stay woke. If you take the red pill, you awaken. But then, uh, yeah, but I mean. It's not necessarily Republican or Democrat. It's just well, the colors are just there from the movie. <laughs> I got you. I got you. The red. I believe the red pill. You you awake up from your dream world, from your slumber, from the Matrix, and you're able to. Now you can see the truth. You yeah, you're right. Truth. That is good call. Good call. Yeah, yeah. I I too do not like. I think I think the right latched onto the color itself. Um, yeah, they did kind of own it. As in the red pill, you took the red pill, well, you see the truth. Now you're it's what fully made, on our side. It's what made Candace Owens so famous. She had the uh, red pill black. Right. Or whatever. You know, it's, it, it's clever, and it works very well. But I think you can also use it <clears throat> more in a philosophical sense, where, uh, you know, people have awoken from this dreamlike state where whatever <clears throat> these information forums tell them whatever it may be social media or news or m5m whatever it is you know you're looking at it with a huge you're saying yeah thanks no but but no thanks you know that's kind of dude it it, it is answer. really uh did, did you see the numbers for jake tapper <laughs> i didn't even know he's still on a show i thought they fired Fuck. everyone <laughs> dude they put jake tapper on prime time right nine o'clock and then for they like advertise it they do the whole the whole they go all out right First person on. Who do you think it is? Joe Biden. He has Joe Biden opening up his show. First show. Joe Biden, president of the United States. His ratings didn't beat Hannity. (laughs) 
It's terrible. And Hannity, not that fun to watch either. Not man, good at honestly. all. Honestly. No, I think you're right, dude. It's just that everybody did take. That's why these. That's why you grab this random group and these people know more than you think because nobody's watching your show. Yes, nobody's watching you. You guys are hitting two million people. That's not even one percent. That's nothing, right? It's really nothing, and I think <clears throat> people now look. Think of all the people who took the vaccine and have been fooled and. No, they're fooled now. Are they ever going to listen to you again? No. Nah. Look at the boosters. Nobody's taking the boosters. Nobody's taking the boosters. No one's giving their kids. And now we're giving jobs back to people federally who we fired because they wouldn't take <laughs> this poison. We got to get back to the clip, man. We got to play that. You wonder why no one wants to listen to you. Okay, so we got about another minute and a half here. This is uh, the Jan 6th narrative being called out on its total bull. Taking away barriers and unlocking doors. doors. So, I mean, I... They opened the gates. So it shouldn't be disqualifying for an elected official if he participated in January 6th. He didn't didn't strike anybody. He didn't hurt anybody. And the only one that died was a protester there, not a Capitol Police officer. An unarmed female veteran. That's the only one that died. That's the only one who died. A police officer did die. No. It was a stroke. That's not. That's not on site. She can't get a single (laughs) body. So what do you make, though, overall of January 6th? I mean, it was, watching that footage, it was pretty disturbing. I mean, there were people throwing excrement at the walls, and it was our, you know. (laughs) It looked a lot like Antifa's action. Except on a much smaller scale, it looked the same as the. Black Lives Matter, right? That's what I saw the similarities to be. Burns, Kenosha. But so it's okay just because just because one side that you disagree with. I'm saying Antifa infiltrated. Good for one, it's good for the other. Anybody who harms anybody, anybody who caused property destruction, that needs to be dealt with. But if you're there making your voice heard at the people's house, no less. That's again, it's a fundamental constitutional right of an American citizen. Smart fellow. And people should not be being held political prisoner uh, because of it. For misdemeanors. (coughs) That's East Germany. That's East Germany. Yeah, Yeah. that's what's scary. It was an actual fiery but mostly peaceful protest. Uh, Yeah! Eat the words, man! Woo! Dude, that's when you pick up the grenade they threw at you, and you throw it right back, and it blows up in their bunker. It was a fiery but mostly peaceful protest. I believe you're going to need some uh, ointment for that burn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I like that. That was my favorite part. We got about 10 more seconds. They they finish it strong. I love it. Was the protest... Legitimate our, in your eyes, administration. Because... I feel like is using it as their Reichstag fire. Yeah, that's exactly Whoa. what they're using it as. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Did you hear? Beautiful. Okay, did you hear what he said there? What's our that? party. He's the Democrat. Wow, good catch. He's Mike. a Democrat. You know, I. You're right. I could probably tell from the tone of his voice. He's definitely but, gay. Uh, and I did find it how he was very. Well informed of constitutional rights and the history of America. 
That's, that's what I'm trying to say, dude. He's an educated... Leftist. <clears throat> liberal. Yeah, Democrat. the problem is... The big problem you're having is anybody who watches an hour, like, you know, hour in the morning of the news, they're still on your side. But anybody with any kind of brain that's looked into it is like, oh, this is crazy. This is absurd. Phenomenal Jam 6 catch. was nothing. And what do you guys, I mean, uh, yeah. Great catch. I think that I didn't even, I've listened to that clip a few times. I was really floored by the whole thing. But for him to say our party... Using that as a rice talk fart, that is powerful, man. Yeah, he's admitting it. He was a Biden voter. You know what I think they're really failing to see here is there was a lot more steam for your Jan 6 narrative a year ago, right? Sure, yeah. But right now, we're all kind of looking at this Jan 6 wondering, you know, what if they did win and reinstate Trump? We might be in a better spot. <laughs> so, do you get what I'm saying? I think more and more people are kind of mad that the coup didn't succeed. Oh, man. Well, or maybe people are starting to think that they're a little bit more peeved that you guys closed the counting stations at 10 p.m. and then mysteriously reopened them at 2 a.m. <laughs> and did all this weird counting and then... Uh, nobody cares about that. I think a lot of people now are starting to, all, all Dinesh D'Souza jokes aside, I do believe even like our, our friend here, the Democrat voter who is accusing his own party of some Hitler activities, uh, Hitler-like, if you will, um, you know, I think there's, you know, there's something to be said for people to maybe think, there's some trickery going on. If he's willing to say, I think they're using Jan 6 as a way to stage their own type of coup d'etat, well, then I'm not, it's, I don't find it too far-fetched to think that they cheated to win the election. Yeah, maybe, but uh, can't prove it. You can't prove it, and I know you're going to die on this one, but I just, I, I'm just saying that the more that... I mean, Biden's president, man. You know, he won the election. Oh, dude, I'm not even saying that. It's All like, I'm whether saying they is... Whether they cheated or not, it's like... You yeah, know, but you need... Cheat, cheat better next time, you know? Yeah, No, I'm not even saying that. I'm literally talking about the Democrat guy is literally saying, hey, look, our party is trying to stage some bullshit with this Jan 6 thing. That means yeah. there's been trickery afoot with this party all along. This guy now has his own questions. Yeah, but they're not questioning the, the election. The whole point of Jan 6... It's the problem with the fucking Dinesh movie, dude. It's very hard. I joked about Dinesh. I'm not even including Dinesh. Forget no, I about know, Dinesh. But the Just reason, like, about I don't Dinesh. think you're, you, you get hung up on like, Dinesh all the time. You get so hung up on this guy. Because, dude, the I shit don't care. they're saying happened, it didn't happen. You want to talk, the, the way they stole the election was by um, minimizing the Hunter Biden story. Calling yes. it Russian no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. That's, that's stealing the election. I the, agree, the, dude. I'm not even saying on any level that Dinesh has anything to do with this or whatever the fuck his movie was about. I never even saw it. My <laughs> whole fucking point about this is now that this kid is sitting here saying, hey, you know what? Seems to me like the Democrats are staging Jan 6th on purpose. Well, if he's thinking that, then he's definitely thinking they hid the Hunter Biden story before the election to swing the election. He's definitely starting to think that there was some trickery going on at the polling stations. Okay, he's definitely starting to get in line with everybody else 
who's been screaming, hey, look, if you guys knew about Hunter Biden, Joe Biden wouldn't even have been the fucking nominee. That's the truth. A lot of trickery went on to get Biden into that spot. Yeah. And Biden, now that he's in, what are we seeing unfold over the last two years? They're quite literally laundering billions of dollars through Ukraine. The very place that he was having a bunch of fuckery go on with his fucking crackhead son. And now, this kid is starting to wake up to it. (laughs) And MSNBC brought in a panel of so-called mixed voters who they probably assumed were all Biden voters. And maybe they probably were, Mike. That's what's scary about this whole thing. Maybe two of them were. There might be aren't. a lot of Biden voters in there that are no longer Biden. That's what voters. I'm trying to say now. I, th- I think a lot of people are now questioning everything they've been told. They're questioning the COVID narrative, the election narrative, uh, the Russian narrative, the t- double impeachment narrative, which ties back into the Russian narrative, which goes into the Ukraine narrative. I mean, it's like <clears throat> this endless, endless, ridiculous narrative that has been strung together by the Democrats. Oh, and then by the way, you're all fucking racist. Let's not forget that, right? Oh, and uh, we're gonna make your kid gay. Good luck with that. <laughs> no, not gay. Just opposite sex. Sorry. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna mutilate your kid's genitals. <laughs> yeah, I can make your son gay. We're gonna make him a woman. Shut up about a bigot. Oh, what's that? You're a mag extremist. <laughs> you're the thing Hillary warned me about. And then I'm sitting here and I'm watching the Sunday shows and there's this panel of jackasses, Chris Christie and that freak show with the purple hair, Donna Brazil, and they're all just chatting around like, oh, we can't understand why nobody's voting for Democrats now. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who, right. Who could have predicted this swing in the polls? Like, look at what you guys are doing. And look what you did. Yeah, that's the big thing is look what you did. You really have nothing to run on. I don't know, I've told you. They've got people, they've got me fired up, Mike. That's my problem. I'm totally fired up about this shit. Yeah. I really am. About Jan 6th? I know, it's a terrible day. Jan 6th. <laughs> See how fired up you get when we talk about it, man? Damn. You know what I'm fired up with? And I was reading about uh, this earlier today. They are claiming they never locked us down now. Yeah, they've been doing that for a while. <clears throat> but they're really laying it thick. And I'm just the gaslighting, the lies, the this whole narrative bullshit. It's refreshing to see some truth spilled back at the machine on live TV like that. That's that's nice. But I wish there was just more truth around me on a daily basis, especially here in Colorado. It's kind of weird. Like you think you guys would have got people that were MSNBC viewers. Like, these people are clearly not. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. <clears throat> Again, I think maybe they are. That's what's nah. so... I don't know, Otherwise, man. They wouldn't, they wouldn't know any of that shit if they watch MSNBC. Our parents don't know any of that shit about January 6th. If you were to put our parents in there and you ask them about January 6th, they would say, absolutely not. No politician should be allowed to be, hold office if they were there. And that it was, the dang, it was a deadly coup. People died for sure. And, you know, it was Donald Trump who led it. That's, that's literally what our parents believe 100% cannot convince them. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy, dude. 
I mean, so what did these people, did these 15 people just pull a fast one and uh, claim they were Biden voters and just sneak in there as Trump guys? And Well, that's what I'm trying to, I'm like kind of wondering. It's like. That's a uh, pretty sneaky. Because there were probably two people there that did that agree with our parents, but just didn't say anything because they knew they were outnumbered. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, because there's a couple that never said anything. A couple of people that didn't say anything. This is very possible. I'm really, you know, I'm intrigued by that idea. I personally think that I don't, that across the board, I mean, look, Mike, I, I don't talk about any politics stuff anywhere with anyone outside of this microphone. Yeah. <laughs> and Where I don't, nobody hears you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hear anybody talk about Jan 6th anywhere. And I haven't. I never did. Even when the committee stuff was going on, it was nothing. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody has cared. And, it's not a big deal. And or maybe the dust has settled. And people kind of admitted quietly to themselves. Maybe I had been, you know, maybe they pulled a fast one on me once again. They, yeah. got, they got me good with COVID, the vaccine, Jan 6th, and uh, maybe now Ukraine. Or maybe you stopped at Jan 6th and that's why you didn't buy the Ukraine thing. Or maybe COVID and the jabs got you, and that's why Jan 6th seemed like such bullshit. Yeah, it's easy to see the bullshit once you see it, you know? Some sort of progression. Mike, it's that red pill. It is that red pill. And, you know, I, I, I'm thinking that, again, I, maybe there's just a lot of silent, really quiet people out there who are... Uh, just sitting back, and they got their ballots in their hand. But this year, not like other years, they're not going to mail it in. They're going to go. They're going to go fill out their ballot at at the voting booth, and you know, maybe. Well, this that's what kind of got gonna... me about that focus group. Is it's almost like now. I think you're now at a point where your democratic policies failed miserably. So I think we're finally at a point now where the Democrats are being silenced, and these Republicans in these groups are like, they just can't wait to be heard. You know. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a good call. It used to be you were embarrassed to be a Republican. You know, now it's like, dude, come on, look what you guys did. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. No, no. I, I mean, I, I hear you. And so you my guys, you guys are losing elections all across the nation, and you can't even call on the sitting president. You're calling on the guy who was president six years ago. You know, Ob- Obama's campaigning for more candidates than uh, Joe Biden is. Yeah, well, I mean, he's more capable and he's cooler. He knows, you know, all the Pete Davidson jokes, Mike. So, I mean, he's, he's probably he's campaigning for more candidates than Joe Biden and the camel put together. <laughs> You're probably right. I haven't even seen the camels. They, they you forgot about her, her a- until I brought her up just now. <laughs> they locked her in a cellar, dude. So- <laughs> for sure. She's gone. There's no way. You're not going to see her till December, I uh, guarantee Fred, it. You keep a camel in a pen. Oh, December. sorry. Yeah, well, I yeah, never had a camel before. <laughs> it's like a horse. <laughs> they keep her next to AOC. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I look forward to voting. It's going to be a fun time. I'm going to go to my voting booth uh, dressed as a mule, actually, and see what happens. <laughs> We'll bring 1,999 other friends with you. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
like I'm gonna have like a full mule costume, you know, and I'm gonna have like a, a big satchel with me, and I'll just start reaching into the. Uh, we need to get two thousand people around the country to dress as a mule and go fucking vote. To get that'd be so genius. Or I'll just station myself next to one with a big garbage bag, and I'll just in a sign that says, you know, drop your, drop your ballots here. <laughs> Genius. Oh my god. Can you imagine if Dinesh saw that? He would lose his mind, man. I was just thinking, man, maybe you go as a camel but with a Dinesh mask. <laughs> I mean, a mule with a Dinesh mask. <laughs> you know? I'm Dinesh the mule. <laughs> no, I'm like, Dinesh is a jackass. Get it right, dude. Come on. <laughs> I know. Is he is he in jail yet? Or I don't know. What's going I, don't know on what, I have no idea what happened. You know that ridiculous documentary pretty much buried him. And I'm not saying I'm not discrediting what he. Well, put you know out how there. I know it's bullshit. They went after the My Pillow guy before they went after you. <laughs> That's how unimportant. Well, you Well, hey, Mike, it's either bullshit or we have a corrupt fascist government, and they are uh, going after their political enemies. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is the pillow guy was more of a threat than you were, Dinesh. Oh, good that's call. Shitty, that's how <laughs> shitty and stupid your movie was. They were like, "Nah, we need to stop this my pillow guy, Dinesh. You keep making all the movies you want. Nobody. <laughs> this guy, you see those slippers he's selling? <laughs> how does he make them so comfortable? <laughs> <laughs> you see how many pillows he sold while wearing a cross? It's a real threat to our fucking campaign. <laughs> He's Christian. Take him out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that Dinesh guy. Nobody knows what religion that is. <laughs> He's probably related to that weirdo they just elected in uh, the UK, right? That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, you knew I'd go there. <laughs> He's a WEF puppet. W-E-F World Economic Forum puppet. He was installed. Talking about that yeah. uh, jabroni, the prime minister in the UK. But that's all I want to talk about that guy. And it's the hour break, Mike. The fastest hour in the universe. Oh, that goes so fast. Every man. single time, my man. That goes almost as fast as a uh, prime minister in Britain. Oh, hey that's right. Hey, we, hey, is that guy Indian? Did the Indians just take over Britain after 100 years? That's crazy. It is crazy, and it's official, and Winston Churchill, I believe, like predicted this or something like you know, a while back. But yes, I think uh, some weird... He was wow. installed, and there's a lot of calls for an election because they would rather like vote someone in. And, uh, you know... Election? That sounds very fascist right oh yeah <laughs> according to according to the democrats in america that's just really fascist we should just give it to one party <laughs> that's right you know yeah or change the rules so the same party can just stay yeah as long as it's the democrats just if anybody wins but democrats it's very fascist seeming that's right so of course well, uh, yeah. Congratulations to the UK. You are under the control of the Great Reset. Wish, wish you luck. I'm sure we're soon to follow, Mike. It should be cool. Oh, we're already there. Look at Biden. Yeah, he's done for, and the camel will usher us into our uh, our demise. It'll be glorious. Oh, she's sucking off Klaus Schwab right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's go out with that image in your mind, folks. <laughs> oh yeah. 
That's the <laughs> between her neck and his fucking everything. Uh, <laughs> the, the wrinkles. Woof. <laughs> the single worst OnlyFans in the history of the internet, I imagine. <laughs> yes. If you took just their skin and stretched it out fully, you could create a Dyson sphere. <laughs> So much it's just wrinkled up, you know. <laughs> <laughs>